2: Hey listeners, this is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out threefallsbrand.com for all your wrestle punk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at Three Falls Brand. Again, Check us out at threefallsbrand.com and on Instagram at threefallsbrand. Thanks and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast.
3: Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host as always, Mike De Niro. And today we got a super stacked show for you. This is episode 198. Tomorrow I'm going to be doing a special 199 And then this Friday we're hitting the big 200 Episode 200 Who would have thought I would still be in your motherfucking eardrums 200 episodes later And I couldn't have got to this point without you guys The Wrestling DeLorean Passengers Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast I'm talking about all my passengers from all over the world The UK, Ireland, Canada, Mexico, Spain Brazil, Jamaica, Ecuador, the list goes on and on, and I just want to say thank you, because without you guys, there is no me. If you don't already, follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, on Twitter at W Pod, and on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Now, it's Wednesday night, there's only one thing we could be talking about, and that is AEW Dynamite what a stack show. This is the post AEW Revolution episode, and this was a very newsworthy show. We had debuts, we had heel turns, and everything in between. We had title changes. We got a lot to talk about, so let's cut the chit chat and let's get into this super stack show right now. God damn. Episode 198, 198, which means by Friday's episode, we'll be hitting episode 200. Now, that means we're going to have a special Thursday episode tomorrow morning. We're going to be talking about WWE 2K22. Something that we don't usually do is video game reviews, but shit, it's been two years since we got a WWE video game. And I am hella hype, so I'm going to give you a video game review. And if you don't like it, you could skip on to the next episode. But anyway, let's talk about the 200th episode coming this Friday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. It's going to be a very special episode because I'm bringing back my motherfucking co-host, G-Rock. For those who's been riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast for the last two years, you know that there's been many changes to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. It hasn't always been the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. When this podcast started out 198 episodes ago, this podcast was called The Fight for Wednesday Night. Y'all want some nostalgia? Do you guys want some nostalgia? If you remember The Fight for Wednesday Night, You would remember this intro right here. Secure our territory.
4: Secure our turf. Because
2: it's all our turf.
3: All Elite, Kenny and the Bucks, listen, this that undisputed, year. we're here to shock the system, is this a war zone going down on Wednesday nights, this a fight, this is NXT versus Dynamite, weekly battles, ratings shattered, this a revolution, this is changed to what the game is used to doing, this is all about that dark and white contrast, welcome to the Fight for Wednesday night podcast, boy did I think that intro was fucking fire back in the day, 2019 seems like it's back in the day. We went through a whole pandemic since this show started. Think about that. We went through a whole pandemic. Now, in 2019, when we started this show, this shit was strictly about AEW and NXT. It was when AEW and NXT was head-to-head every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. The fight for Wednesday night is what we deemed it. Everyone else had the corny ass The Wednesday Night War. But listen, I couldn't have done this show without my boy G-Rock, my brother, my brother Gerard. I couldn't have done this show without you, bro. So this Friday, episode 200, for the first time in almost two years, my boy is coming back to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. He's coming back for the fight for Wednesday night. So you don't want to miss out episode 200. Episode 200 is going to be fire. Episode 200 is going to be flames. We're going to be talking all about AEW Revolution. My boy is going to be watching Revolution. We're going to talk about AEW, the current landscape of professional wrestling, and a whole lot more. He's going to catch you up on his life. So stay tuned because that shit's going to be fire. There's been a lot of cool changes, a lot of cool memories, a lot of great memories. This show had a lot of cool interviews. I'm talking about interviews with the likes of Vince Russo, interviews with the likes of Nick Gage, 187 Homicide, interviews with other podcasts like my homies who just made 100 episodes today. Shout outs to the Dirty Heels podcast. I had an interview with the Dirty Heels podcast here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Some of my favorite episodes included my homies, Lords of Gotham, my team, my family, my homie, Chris Fab. Some of my favorite episodes was the Friendsgiving episode in 2020 on Thanksgiving when I had my team with me. Some of my favorite episodes was the watch-along we just did for WrestleMania 17 when I had my team with me. Some of my favorite episodes was when me and Gerard used to go to Gotham Studios and bang that shit out after I had a long ass day of work and I looked forward to doing nothing but the podcast. So for everybody who made this podcast, what it is today, everybody who's been riding since day one, everybody who rides with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast, I salute you, I thank you, and I do this shit for you. Thank you for being a passenger of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. You guys are the reason why I do this shit. You guys are the reason why I got to iHeartRadio. You guys are the reason why I'm nationwide, why I'm now international, and why I'm still going, and why I'm going to keep taking over the fucking podcast world until I'm the motherfucking number one best. Thank you. I appreciate you, and I love you guys. When we come back from this commercial break, We're going to be talking all about AEW from tonight. So stay tuned.
0: Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered.
4: The man, the king, the god of this shit. Nick fucking Gage. And you know how I start this off. Shout out to all my MDK gang members around the world. Shout out to all my boys locked up in the cells. Easter Block. Shout out to my hate club. Rest in peace, Big Day Hatred. And rest in peace, my brother Justice Payne. And I'm sending this video to my motherfucking boy, my gang member, Mike De Niro. And Mike, I want to start this off by saying thank you, man, for repping the FDK gang the right way. I want to say thank you. Like I tell the rest of the people, and I keep telling them and telling them, Mike. If it wasn't for you or the rest of the gang, me, the Gage, I wouldn't be here right now, Mike. And that definitely wouldn't be doing what I love. And that's professional deathmatch wrestling. So I just wanted to say thank you, Mike. And I want to let all my MDK gang members know to go check out the Wrestling Deloraine podcast. I was on it. It was a dope-ass podcast. We had an awesome conversation. It was one of my favorite podcasts I did. And I don't do many, and I've done some big ones, and this one was one of my favorites, so go check out the Deloraine podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, they do this shit three days a week, so from the king of this shit, from the god of deathmatch wrestling, go check out the Deloraine podcast, and remember they do it three times a week they ain't slacking they're on top of their game they do it monday wednesday and friday and you know what it is it's mdk all fucking day and mike i would love to be on your podcast again
3: man welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen We're about to get into a super stacked episode of AEW Dynamite, the post-AEW revolution pay-per-view episode. There was a lot of newsworthy shit on the show, from the opening segment all the way down to the title change in the main event. We're about to talk about the big points that happened, because there was also some filler, but we're going to keep the filler out of it, because there is a lot of good shit to talk about, so we're going to talk all about it right now. So let's get into AEW Dynamite from tonight. AEW been on some shit lately. AEW said, "Yo, we lost Cody. We lost Cody. That's okay. That's 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 more than okay. Cause we're about to put on some bangers of a show that will even make you forget that Cody Rhodes was even part of this company." Listen, to anybody say that AEW fell off or Cody Rhodes was the most important part of AEW. AEW wasn't going to be the same after they lost Cody Rhodes. You had an amazing episode of Dynamite last week. You had a fucking spectacular pay-per-view, which we'll go more in-depth on this Friday. And you had a great episode tonight. Show started out hot. Big heel turn by the Ayatollah of rock and roller, Chris Jericho. Show starts out with Chris Jericho coming to the ring. He says that his match with Eddie Kingston might be his best match in AEW and one of his best matches ever in his career. He said that he didn't live up to his word though because after Eddie Kingston beat him, he refused to shake Eddie Kingston's hand and that's been eating at him the last few days. So he asks Eddie Kingston to come out so he can make right for his actions at the Revolution pay-per-view. Eddie Kingston comes out and he talks about not wanting to show up at Revolution. He said, you're right about me. I, I didn't want to show up. I let my head get the best of me, Chris. I didn't want to be there. But at the Fan Fest, he said that he had a few motherfuckers who came up to him and said, look, I would have off myself if, if it wasn't for you and your inspirational story, Kingston, the article you had in that magazine where you're telling your story and everything that you went through. Being the reason why I'm still here today, that shit inspired Kingston. So Kingston said, I had to show up at the pay-per-view. If it wasn't for myself, it was for the fans who look up to me, the fans who are still alive to this day, because I inspire them. He says he hope he did them proud. Kingston then says that what Jericho is... what What is Jericho missing inside? He said, what Jericho is missing inside is that old hunger, that old feeling, that old desire... And that's why he hates on the young talent of today. He said he used to look up to the old Jericho. He says that he's still the man, but he isn't. En- that isn't enough to fill the hole in his chest. The hole that makes him have lack of respect for the guys who are killing it nowadays. Jericho says that Kingston is right. He says that he respects Eddie and thanks him for the match. He then extends his hand and the two of them show a sign of respect to each other. Next, Outcomes 2.0. They come out, they attack Eddie Kingston, they attack Chris Jericho. Santana and Ortiz make the save. Santana grabs Daniel Garcia. He hands Chris Jericho his bat, but Chris Jericho turns his back on Santana and Ortiz. He takes out Santana and Ortiz with the bat, and he allies himself with 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. Jake Hager comes out. He seems a little... He seems a little, you know, off. He doesn't want to help Jericho. He's like, why the fuck are you doing this? But Jericho reminds him that he's the one who brought him to AEW. So Hager obliges. He helps Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho seems to form a new inner circle here. Not only did he go heel, but he formed a new group. A group that he's calling the Jericho Appreciation Society. Wack ass name, but very interesting storyline. This whole segment could have got really, really nasty because Jake Hager hit a powerbomb on Eddie Kingston from the outside through a table. Shit was nasty. Anyway, crazy newsworthy shit here. Chris Jericho once again is a heel. He has a whole new group. So let's see what goes here. It's going to be interesting to see who Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz bring in to help them in this little war with the Jericho Appreciation Society. I, I'm all for it. I think 2.0 and Daniel Garcia are three very talented wrestlers. I think that Chris Jericho needed something to keep him fresh. I've been waiting for him to go heel again. Chris Jericho was a bit of a corny baby face. Jake Hager, I don't think Jake Hager in this landscape of talented wrestlers, no disrespect to Hager, I don't think Jake Hager survives on this roster. So it's good that he allies himself with Jericho to stay relevant. Respectfully. Next, we had an AEW Championship matchup. We got Dante Martin versus Hangman Adam Page. This was a fun little matchup. Hangman Page obviously wins. It would have been a huge shock if Dante Martin won, but Hangman Page wins. After Tony Schiavone gets in the ring, he interviews Hangman Page. Page first, he wants Dante Martin to get back in the ring. He shows respect to Dante. He says, "Listen." Nobody hits harder than you, Dante. Whenever you get back to this spot as number one contender, I would gladly share the ring with you and put this title on the line. This leads to Adam Cole interrupting. He comes out and he says, please shut your damn mouth. He calls the Hangman Page win a fluke on Sunday. He says that the next time Page won't be so lucky and he wants to challenge him to a six-man tag match next week. He alludes to having the Young Bucks as his partners, but later on in the night, He shows that the two guys he was going to pick and ends up picking is Red Dragon. Also, Hangman Page accepts, and later on in the night, he's talking to the Dark Order, who's like, who are you going to pick as your partner? And the Dark Order seems a little slighted that Hangman Page picks the Jurassic Express. So, we might get dissension between the Dark Order and Hangman Page. But anyway, next week it will be Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly versus Hangman Adam Page, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. That should be a really good matchup. Speaking of tag teams, next on the show, we got the first ever tag team match between John Moxley and Brian Danielson, accompanied to the ring by William Regal, who just debuted, versus the workhorsemen. J.D. Drake and Anthony Henry. This was just violent. Brian Danielson and John Moxley did those boys dirty. They beat the living shit out of the workhorsemen and pick up the victory. Afterwards, William Regal gets in the ring. He gets emotional and he thanks Tony Siobhan. He says, many people don't know, but 20 years ago when I came to this country, you helped me. You helped me. And I want to thank you. You helped me when I came to America. He says, I am no longer required at my old job, which means he checked out of the industry. until he was told that Daniel Bryan was mentioning him on AEW television. He then saw Bryan Danielson Whoa, did I say Daniel Bryan before? My bad. He said that Bryan Danielson mentioned him on AEW television before. He then said that Bryan Danielson was calling out John Moxley, and he knew that he had to come see this. He said that, first of all, Bryan Danielson keeps him relevant because every time they talk about Bryan Danielson, you got to talk about William Regal training him. He said that he is everything that he should have been ryan danielson is the perfect
2: wrestler how powerful is cox internet so powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard get gig speeds powered by fiber from cox it's internet built for tomorrow today
3: He then goes on to say 11 years ago in FCW John Moxley and William Regal engaged in a psychological war. He said they had psychological problems that would have led to the devil crying. He says that he knew that if Brian Danielson had his pure wrestling style with John Moxley's insane violence you would have the perfect tag team. And that's why he's here. He's here to form the perfect combination tag team of John Moxley and Brian Danielson. And he said, whoever steps up to the plate to face John Moxley and Brian Danielson, you're not going to like the outcome. I'll tell you this right now. I am really excited to see this tag team. They are going to be a problem, a problem. But speaking of tag teams, We have a lot of tag team news here because it was on this show that Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler, FTR, fired Tully Blanchard. They are not fucking with Tully. Dax Hardwood was cutting a promo talking about how he does this shit for his daughter and his family. And Tully Blanchard basically shut him up and he said, listen, you're not the champion. You got to get your head in the game and... Work your way back up to being a champion in his company. Dax Hardwood said, now's not the time I'm talking to my daughter. This leads to Cash Wheeler saying, look, we're family. You're not a part of the family. You're fired. So we got the whole, like, judging off of that, judging off of Wardlow turning on MJF, we got the end of the pinnacle. Good as it lasted, but didn't last long. But more tag team news to talk about. Big tag team news because we had the board meeting of the AHFO. Andrade, he wanted Matt Hardy fired from his own stable. Matt Hardy cuts a a face turn promo here. He says that he just wants to make things right by the fans and by the team. But Andrade said we should take a vote. Matt Hardy agrees. He says that private parties, his boys, they got his back. He, he apologizes to the Butcher and the Blade. He said, look, let's take the vote. Thumbs up, I stay. Thumbs down, I'll leave. Everybody had a thumbs down, <laughs> including his boys, Private Party. This leads to Andrade, Butcher and the Blade, Mark Quinn, and Isaiah Cassidy all jumping Matt Hardy. It is a five-on-one beatdown. They're beating the living shit out of him which leads to Darby Allin and Sting coming out to make the save, but the odds are still not in Darby Sting and Matt Hardy's favor. It is still five on three. Then we got the debut of Jeff Hardy. Now, the crowd went crazy. One, first of all, big shout-out to AEW for getting the rights to the Hardy Boys music that they used to have in the WWE. How they got the rights to that, I don't know, but that's fucking insane, because that song, it, it just is... It's, it's just the Hardy Boys. Like, that shit fits the Hardy Boys. When the Hardy Boys were in TNA, it didn't hit the same way that that song hit in the WWE. So that is such a big part of the Hardy Boys package that it only would be even fitting that since this is the Hardy Boys' last run in professional wrestling, that they have the iconic music to go with it. But Jeff Hardy's here. He makes his debut. He comes out to a huge pop, huge ovation. He makes the save. Matt Hardy hits a twist of fate onto the blade. Jeff Hardy hits the Swanton Bomb. Huge, huge victory. Huge reaction here. Huge signing from AEW. Think about who AEW just picked up. They got William Regal. They got Jeff Hardy. And they also got the former Isaiah Swerve Scott, Shane Strickland, who is announced to make his in-ring debut at Rampage this Friday when he goes against Tony Nese, the premier athlete. We got Wardlow coming out. He cuts a promo on how his family grew up poor and he had to do what he had to do to make it in the wrestling industry for his family. That is why he made that deal with MJF to be his bodyguard. But he apologizes to the fans for associating himself with such scum. He then says that he's officially out of the pinnacle. He tells Maxwell that next week, I want you to release me from my bodyguard contract. And he said, as a token to my... Thanks for what you did for my family. I'll wipe my hands with you. I won't beat your ass like I want to because you laid your hands on me, motherfucker. I won't beat your ass like I should, but I'll just walk away. Main event, we had Sammy Guevara putting up his TNT title against Scorpio Sky. Now, Scorpio Sky is another guy who's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Always coming up short in the big one but not tonight, not tonight, not this night, motherfuckers. He was accompanied by Dan Lambert. He's accompanied by Ethan Page, an American top team. Yo, first of all, Sammy Guevara is a fucking nutcase. hitting that 6.30 to the outside through the table. Nuts. Right after on Sunday, he did a giant-ass Spanish fly off the fucking entranceway. Onto a table. Sammy Guevara, I don't want to see it, but you're going to cut your career short if you keep taking these risks, Mo. You're going to keep taking these risks and you keep on crashing and burning. You're the bump guy. I don't want to see you end your career short because one of these risks just don't go right. But be that as it may, I appreciate the risk taking that you are taking because some of these spots, I've never seen in my life. A fucking Spanish fly 20 feet up in the air through the fucking table. A damn 630 to the outside through a table. That double jump uh, cutter that he hit on Cody on top of the ladder a few weeks ago. Sammy Guevara right now is the freaking human highlight reel in AEW. But he took one risk too many because he missed that 630 through the table, which injured his ribs. Ty Conti, his real life girlfriend, comes out. She is concerned. She gets attacked by Paige Van Zandt, who signs her contract tonight. She's now officially with AEW as a wrestler. And Scorpio Sky pins the injured Sammy Guevara. He is now officially your new TNT champion. I don't know if it's going to last long, though, because Scorpio Sky has a date next week against Wardlow. But... Shout out to Scorpio Sky. Shout out to AEW for awarding one of the AEW originals, someone who's been there from day one busting their ass. Shout out to Scorpio Sky, your new TNT champion. I really enjoyed this episode of AEW. Like I said, a lot of newsworthy shit took place. We had a heel turn. We had a new stable. We had debuts. We had title changes. This was how you come off with a lot of momentum off the pay per view and how you start a whole new road going forward to the next pay per view, double or nothing. Fresh new slate, new feuds, new rivalries, new debuts. It is exciting. You got to watch AEW. You don't know what's going to happen on AEW. Anything can happen at any time. It's the wild, wild west, and that's why I love that shit. Anyway, catch me tomorrow as I give you a bonus episode on Thursday, a game review of WWE 2K22. And like I said earlier in the episode, catch me on Friday for the big 200. Episode 200 of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. I can't believe I got here. I appreciate all my fans. I love you guys. Catch you on, well, tomorrow and Friday. Stay safe, stay positive, stay strong. I love you all. See you later here on the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Shout out to LOG. Play that wolves, motherfucker. Um.
5: that can tough in the hood, till the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, till the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done.
3: Go fuck with De Niro I got a Snyder Extend the clip So who wanna play hero Go bad shit like Ozzy I was born in the darkness Oh you the wolf so we pull up And you're harmless So pray to Oliver Don, daughter The top shotter The top spot final boss you cross That's when your ride stop out with that white chalk Triggers, finger streaks While leave your brains On the sidewalk Niggas that get
5: tough In the hood To the wolves call. Bitches let a drink In the club To the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep In the street To the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor We're the wolves come Heard them got the Niggas they be moving in the pack Think the shit is sweet They be plotting in the back Summertime, better be careful where you at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dippin', creepin' through the night, it's precise. Catch a nigga slippin' for his ice, worth your life. Answers, yes, well, did nigga pay your price. Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight. Niggas moving packs, cause they hunting. Not moving packs of that onion, but probably packin' up aight, something. Aight, Catch aight. him slippin' with them coals, and he ain't tellin' us nothin'. Catch a nigga foolin' twice, and then I'm pressing that button. Send Ooh. his ass away, permanent vacation, it's all bluffin'. Must've moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin' Said you know what you know That's for the pack to remember And if a nigga leakin these we gotta Niggas say the dead don't talk But that money do If I put a hole in his melon I bet his honey do Shorty keep crying and screaming Like that's helping you Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal I Niggas tough in the hood To the Bitches love to drink in the club To the wolf Surrounded by the sheep in the street To the Everyone strip on the floor We the Heard them got them niggas They be moving in the pack. Think the shit is sweet They be plotting in the back summertime better be careful where you're at no matter addy nigga we gonna get you where you lack dipping creeping through the night is precise catch a nigga slipping for his ice worth your life answers yes well then nigga pay your price right or wrong when you see the moon it's on sight.